You're a 415er. 415 You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast. As always, on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game coming at you twice a week. Every week here in the offseason, we got a lot to discuss. We got Brock Purdy news. Uh, we got some comments about Sam Darnold from one of our colleagues with Odyssey. Also, of course, you have to get into a big contract handed out at the NFL. But before we do so, Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings. Mark, my man, how are you? I'm doing well, Evan. Yeah, excited to get into, uh, you guessed it, another quarterback-centric episode of the 415ers. It feels like all we talk about these days. I know we have the NFL draft coming up, which we will get into next episode later this week. And, of course, next week, we're 10 days away from the draft. But a lot of pressing quarterback stuff going on right now, so we got to get into that. And I'm looking forward to it, Evan. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Yeah, look, we're right in the swing of the NBA playoffs. Still got MLB baseball going on. And uh, there's always stuff going on in the NFL, of course, as we climb closer towards the NFL draft towards the end of April. We're right now in the thick of things. And so right now, the offseason, it feels like we kind of got them through that that lull, that dead time in the <laughs> offseason. Because, of course, after the NFL draft, then you got OTAs in May. You head straight into training camp preseason. So the whole ball gets rolling as far as the NFL is concerned. Um, and we weren't honestly going to try and focus a little bit on the NFL draft this week, except for the fact that Brock Purdy uh, came out and a guy who hasn't said a whole lot this offseason since he's gotten his surgery came out and kind of threw a little bit of a question mark into a lot of people's quarterback hierarchy. However, you want to figure this thing out with the 49ers, Mark, because in an interview with Yahoo Sports that was published on Friday of last week as they're recording this on Monday, people listening on Tuesday, uh, he said, quote, not really sure, honestly, if referencing if he'll play this year. And I, I don't know if the person conducting this interview just kind of found it as a throwaway line mark, uh, but it sent just about everyone that follows 49ers football and even everyone around the NFC into a bit of a frenzy because uh, that's the first that I've heard that this thing could go sideways outside of maybe Kyle Shanahan kind of cryptically referencing a six to eight month timeline. Yeah, it's scary uh, hearing it straight from Brock Purdy himself. Uh, it means, you know, I, I think it means kind of all what we, we all already thought maybe was possible. I mean, with an injury like this, it's just so case by case, it's hard to really get anything nailed down. I mean, you talk to different experts, you talk to different people who cover the league, you, you know, talk to, baseball guys who have dealt with this injury more frequently maybe not this exact injury because this is a little unique to baseball as well generally baseball players will have a fully torn ucl that isn't repairable because there's been so much damage and stress on that ligament so you you go and talk to any number of people and everyone will kind of give you a slightly different answer or they'll all say, you know, there's a range. It's normally around three months when you can start throwing and normally you're good to go at the six month mark. And, and then everything is smooth sailing the rest of the way. But everything that we've heard and everything that we've talked about, Evan, prior to this has been we just don't really know yet. Um, so I wouldn't say that this news necessarily shocked me. But it does carry a little bit more weight 
coming from the guy himself who you're hoping is your starting quarterback from the guy who's dealing with the injury, who's going through the rehab process, who's hoping to be ready. It carries a little bit more weight. It's, it's definitely a bigger deal because he said it and he admitted it. And I think it's just kind of the, the stark reality of what might happen if this process doesn't go as smoothly as the Niners have hoped. I think it's big in this sense. And look, I mean, no question mark surrounding a, an elbow surgery is good. But considering we heard also from Brock Purdy on his local Fox Sports affiliate in Phoenix that everything was, quote, going according to plan, that the rehab was proceeding as advertised, that the six-month timeline that John Lynch has been optimistically on, and I'm sure so, so is Kyle Shanahan, that that has been going according to plan. And then a couple of weeks later, we hear that, well, you know, it, it, it did sound like he was just being cautious and who knows, maybe it's a young guy just kind of saying the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person. And he doesn't actually feel maybe that way, but he wants to, I don't know, not overpromise, And especially with, like you said, an injury that is very much a case by case basis. So that that's, that's one part of this. Um, but it, it was a little bit concerning, and, and especially right before the draft, Mark, when we're talking about what the 49ers may do. You know, of course, we talked about some of the quarterbacks that they've been linked to, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, Jake Hayner, a potential maybe draft day trade could be in the works. Does that affect it all the way you look at maybe what the 49ers could do upcoming on draft day at the quarterback position? I don't think so. I think regardless, they're going to – draft someone I think it's good practice and I think more teams will get in the habit of just taking a random shot at some guys who maybe have a really good trait one or two good traits late in the draft and and everything else is the reason why they're they're so late in the draft I, I think we start to see that become the norm here after the success of Brock Purdy um so I think the Niners will do that and this news and you could argue if, if it even really is news. Obviously, the Niners know so much more about it than we do. I don't think it really changes their plans all that much. Something we talked about last week a little bit is obviously the elephant in the room regarding Trey Lance. That will, I think, affect their plans. If they were to decide to trade Trey Lance, it would very likely happen at the latest during the draft. Um, and that would, I think, tr- change their plans regarding the draft. If they get rid of Trey Lance, they suddenly only have two quarterbacks under contract right now. They're probably more likely to spend a higher pick on a quarterback at that point. Maybe the the compensation they get back for a potential Trey Lance trade is what they'd use to select their next quarterback. We can talk a little bit more about that later on. But no, to answer your original question, I don't think this Purdy comment, which the, the Niners obviously already knew about, uh, I don't think it changes much at the, in their draft strategy. I think they were going into the draft expecting to to draft the quarterback at some point, and I think they, they still feel that way. I agree that the 49ers are well aware of the possibility that according to Brock Purdy, and I'm sure they know and the doctors they've checked with, that there is a possibility that Brock Purdy does not play in 2023. But the way that I see this as it pertains to the NFL draft, because the one name that has been swirling around trade circles from the 49ers camp has been Trey Lance. Whether it's been at the draft, before the draft, this offseason, I've contended multiple times on this podcast that I don't think Trey is going to go anywhere. And if it did happen, it would be on draft night. 
Let me revise that a little bit. When I hear this news, I think Trey Lance is not going anywhere. He will not be traded this offseason. He will be a San Francisco 49er because if there is any doubt that has crept into the front office and the coaching staff's mind about the most important position in football and your QB1, you cannot give up any potential replacement for that spot. And whether you like it or not, Trey Lance is in line to be potentially the next guy up. We're going to discuss how Sam Darnold factors into this in just a little bit, Mark. But when I hear these comments from Brock Purdy about him maybe not being ready to go this entire year, uh, Trey Lance, get ready to strap up. You're, you're not leaving San Francisco. Maybe, and I hope you're right. I think the Niners trading Trey Lance would be a monumental mistake because I'm still not convinced that he's not good enough to to be a starter in this league. I, he hasn't gotten a fair chance, and a, if he gets the chance, I, I think there's a very good possibility that he'll go out there and he'll prove that he is at least deserving of a backup spot on your roster, and, and why wouldn't you be willing to? to have him at this point. He's not carrying a gigantic contract. I know he was a first-round draft pick. He's certainly making more than Brock Purdy, but it's not a number that's going to sink the rest of your roster construction plans by keeping him there. If you're trading him, it's not because you're trying to you know, give his money to Nick Bosa and you can't do it otherwise. If you're trading him, it's because you have completely given up on his abilities as a, as a starting quarterback. So I will agree with you, Evan, only if we can together assume one thing. Assume that the 49ers are not 100% convinced that Trey Lance cannot play quarterback at the NFL level. If they have not made that decision, if they do not believe that, then yes, they should keep him on their roster. But if they do believe that and they think he's terrible and he can't do anything in this league, why would you keep him on your roster just because he is a quarterback? You can go out and get any guy that can't play in this league. I, I, but, I think sorry, sorry. go ahead. No, I was just gonna say when when have we heard though that they don't think Trey Lance can play quarterback? Like is oh, it well, I mean I mean they're never gonna come out there and say that. But I mean you and I have talked about it. Everything trying to read between the lines and, and parsing out when John Lynch is asked at the combine. Uh, you know, and, and he actually answers a question about potential trade compensation they'd be getting back for Trey Lance. It seems like it's something they're considering. The, the question in my mind is, do they actually believe he still has some ability or not? If he they they think he still has some ability and, and he can play at this level and you're dealing with the questions around Brock Purdy's health, then sure, you should keep him. I'm with you. They should keep him. I, I'm on the record saying multiple times, I think it would be a mistake, but it just seems like we're headed down that road. If they think Trey Lance is at least good enough to give another shot to, they should keep him on the roster because you don't know how this Brock Purdy injury is going to turn out. But if they're 100% convinced that he sucks, get him off the roster. What good does he do if you don't believe him in him and have him on your roster? Well, the belief, quite honestly, when I when I hear that Brock Purdy may not play next year, doesn't matter. Like it, it really doesn't, because if you think that Trey Lance can even give you some sort of serviceable effort, then he'll be your backup behind Sam Darnold. But what Trey Lance is not now is expendable. Like to me, the whole quarterback talk about Trey Lance and whether he can play at a certain level and whether he can, you know, get better and perform primarily had to do with what we saw from Brock Purdy. 
He was QB1 at the beginning of last year. He got hurt. Brock Purdy succeeded. And now the discussion about him being QB2, maybe even QB3, that wasn't a discussion I think we were having last year or really up until this point in Trey Lance's career. It's all revolved around Brock. And so, no, I, I like the reason why I feel very confident and have because of Trey Lance not being traded is because there there is too much there. And I don't think the 49ers, even with their actions, have shown that they don't wholly well, maybe they don't wholly believe in this guy, but it's not it's not like they look at him as a you know a spare part at this point that that you know they can plug in whenever Brock Purdy can or can't go. I think that's probably where we disagree just a little bit. I, I think that that's how I feel the 49ers feel about him. I want to make it clear that's not how I feel. I, I think that's what the 49ers are thinking. I don't think they go out and sign Sam Darnold if they don't feel that way about Trey Lance. I know it's always better to have depth uh, at a quarterback position, especially after last season. But if I'm Sam Darnold, why am I coming in to be a third-string quarterback when I could potentially be a starter somewhere else? I know not a top-flight starter, of course, but it just seems to me that they have given up hope. Maybe I'm totally wrong. I hope I'm totally wrong. Uh, but then you get this you know, piece of news, or not news, but this uh, discussion around Sam Darnold potentially being the starter over Trey Lance, and I think it just it pushes that conversation even further for me.